So while you may not necessarily be planning a year-long trip around the world like I am, I can guarantee you that at some point in your life, you will go through a massive amount of change, whether that be in your job, your relationship, where you live, etc. And so today, let's go over the top three ways that have helped me get through all of the anxieties and emotional roller coaster that is change. Welcome to the Action Academy Podcast. Stand back while I celebrate freedom. The show where we help you achieve financial independence with the mindsets, methods, and actionable steps from guests who've already earned their freedom. The flags of freedom fly. Choose to do what you want. What you want. With who you want. With who you want. When you want. When you want. With another episode today. Now, here's your host, Brian Lubin. (laughs) I wanted to start the show with the top three ways to handle and deal with change in your life. And so for people that don't know me, now they know why I am qualified to talk about this because within a six-month span, I've gone through the emotional roller coaster of leaving my five-year corporate job where I was a top producer, going out on my own entrepreneurially for the first time, leaving all of my friends and family to go to a country where I do not speak the native language, travel around the world, and figure this out and wing it while I broadcast it live to all of you. So a lot of change. So while you may not necessarily be planning a year-long trip around the world like I am, I can guarantee you that at some point in your life, you will go through a massive amount of change, whether that be in your job, your relationship, where you live, etc. And so today, let's go over the top three ways that have helped me get through all of the anxieties and emotional roller coaster that is change. Tip number one, surrender. I have found as a entrepreneur, as a perfectionist, as a control freak, that the more that I lean in the direction of having to control everything, the more anxious and unpleasant my life becomes. So I am currently in the process of finishing up this book called The Surrender Experiment, and it is freaking awesome. I would highly recommend it for anybody, especially those that are in the camp that I just described. So I will read you a brief summary of the book right now, and then I'll read you some of the quotes that really stood out to me and hit me between the eyes. So in The Surrender Experiment, Michael Singer tells the extraordinary story of what happened when, after a deep spiritual awakening, he decided to relinquish his personal fears and desires and simply let life unfold before him. Singer shares how this decision to embrace the flow of life led him to extraordinary success, sustained him through times of crisis, and allowed him to cultivate profound inner peace Whether as a young man pursuing a life of solitude in the woods, the founder of a thriving spiritual community in Florida, or the CEO of a billion-dollar medical software company. I'd kind of compare this guy's real-life story to the movie Forrest Gump, to where Forrest just wanders throughout life, and he doesn't take into account whether he likes a situation or dislikes a situation. He just goes with the flow of life, and then all of these cool experiences and all these cool events just happen to him. And it ends up being really, really good for him. So I'll read you a quote from the book, and that is, We are not responsible for even the tiniest fraction of what is manifesting around us. Nonetheless, we walk around constantly trying to control and determine what will happen in our lives. No wonder there's so much tension, anxiety, and fear. Each of us actually believes that things should be the way we want them instead of being the natural result of all of the forces of creation. 
If the natural unfolding of the process of life can create and take care of the entire universe, is it really reasonable for us to assume that nothing good will happen unless we force it? What would happen if we respected the flow of life and used our free will to participate in what's unfolding instead of fighting it? So here's my key takeaway from all of this for tip number one. I have found it to be increasingly true that if you are very crystal clear about what you want in life and you write it down and you put it on your vision board and you take massive levels of action, you will get what you are asking for and what you are seeking. However, I can almost guarantee that you will reach this end destination and you will reach this desired outcome in a way that you could not have ever imagined. And it's almost never in the way that you planned. So that's where we allow for life to come in and we surrender to the flow and progression of life. We're not going to sit on the couch and just let things happen. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about having a crystal clear vision, taking massive levels of action. But whenever something happens to where we have to pivot or deviate, flow with that and accept that as a reality. As an example of this, I had a podcast affiliate that just randomly decided to cancel the week before my trip. So that's revenue disappearing into thin air for no apparent reason. Now, I could choose to be angry about this and I could choose to be upset, but what I'm doing is I'm just flowing with it and I know that there is something better that is coming down the pipe and there's a reason that this happened when it happened because there is going to be a better, bigger, more fulfilling relationship and partnership that will happen to replace that as a result. So when a door closes, stop trying to kick down the door and instead look around and find the freaking windows that are opening for you. Tip number two is a process called fear setting. Fear setting is from Tim Ferriss in his book, The 4-Hour Workweek, where he talks about making a list of all of the worst case possible scenarios that would happen and then also writing out what would you do as a result if that thing were to happen. So what this results in is you have a list of 10 to 20 of the worst case scenarios and also a list of 10 to 20 things that you would do if that were to happen. So our biggest fear is actually just the fear of the unknown. So now that you not only have this written out and you have these fears identified, but you also have an action plan if they were to happen, most of the fear is minimized or completely negated because now you have a freaking plan. You have a plan B, C, D, and E. So you are ready to freaking go. And lastly, my third and final tip is going to be a process that my coach originally helped me do whenever I start to self-sabotage myself. So tell me if this rings true for you guys. Sometimes you'll be blasting off into levels of success that you've never had before and your life is going freaking amazing. And the number one thought on your mind is, oh, cool, life is going amazing. I wonder what's going to go wrong. I wonder what's going to happen to mess all this up. And I'm not proud to admit that that is my subconscious brain, but that is one of the main things that I have to deal with. And that's one of the main causes of my anxiety. So I have to face that and battle that head on. And I want to talk about this because if I can help one of you manage your anxiety, then that's a freaking win. And I want to be a little, you know, vulnerable and authentic here. So the number one trigger that I use whenever I start asking all those what if questions, you know, What if this goes wrong? What if this doesn't work out? What if I fail? What if people make fun of me? All these questions that aren't even reality. Whenever I catch myself thinking about this stuff, I snap my fingers and I say, well, what if everything turns out even better than I ever imagined? And I promise you guys, 
It sounds stupid, but this helps so much. I will literally physically snap my fingers and I'll say, but what if everything is even better than I ever imagined? And you know what? It freaking works. And that has helped me on my emotional roller coaster over the last six months. Get ready for this and get prepped for this. So hopefully these top three tips helped you today. And as a reminder, those tips are surrender. Stop trying to kick down the door when it closes in front of you and instead be on the lookout for open windows around you. Tip number two was fear setting. Write down the list of the top 10 to 20 worst case scenarios and what you would do if those were to happen so that your fear of the unknown is taken away. Tip number three is to do the trigger with the snap. And instead of asking what could go wrong, say, what if everything happens even better than I ever could have imagined? Hopefully these three tips help you today and in your week. Be sure to tune in tomorrow on Tuesday. If you are listening to this later in the week, go design a life that you don't need a vacation from. Go kill it. Thanks.